0: You're listening to the Hardcore Takeover with DJ Double Drop, the only place to hear the latest hard dance music.
1: is happening you're locked in to episode 17 i believe it is of the hardcore takeover on shmoo fm coming up on tonight's show i have an exclusive guest mix and interview from hard dance sensation j tracks along with that we've got all the greatest happy hardcore and hard dance coming up in the show as well So J-Tracks was actually one of the guys that turned me to the sound of hard dance that little bit slower than happy hardcore sort of feelings. So to kick off with that I am going to play some of my favourite hard dance tracks that have came out over the past month. Kicking it off this is David Rust with his remix of Raindrops. A little bit of hard trance there from David Rust on his remix of Stunt and Ben Nicky's track Raindrops. Pitch that up a little bit to 155 BPM just to give it that harder feel. And personally, I think it sounds so much better. But coming in now is something I honestly never thought I'd play on my decks let alone radio but with how this year's been going so far this song really does sum it up oh i hate to say this but this next track coming in is scooter yeah that's right scooter with fck 2020 (laughs)
2: We saved the world. Uh. We got the power. Uh A nightmare came true.
0: Until we can't no more, no obstacle Can hold us back, you know we're unstoppable It's not
3: impossible, we strive- Tony!
1: Apologies there for some of that swearing getting through, but I am going to try it out in post, so hopefully I managed to fix it. But I guess that's just what happens when you play Scooter on radio when you've vowed never to play something as cheesy as that, but it really does sum up the year that we've had so far. But now, switching it into some proper hard dance and none of that cheesy scooter malarkey, shall we say. This is a track that's available on Keeping the Rave Alive, and it comes from base Agents and Youssef Kaif. And I really hope I pronounced Youssef's name properly there, but this is Worlds. <laughs> Agents and Youssef Kaif there with Worlds, available now on Keeping the Rave Alive. But so far for this show, I guess you can kind of call it the hard dance takeover because predominantly that is what we've been playing. But limiting yourself to one genre is a silly thing and one producer that doesn't limit himself to any genre is Stonebank. So coming up next this is Stonebank featuring Imel and this is the sounds of Healing Me available now on Monster Cat. Mankin' Mel there with Healing Me. Coming in now though, this is Sounds of Roughneck and TNT with Mind Controller 2K20. I control mind, don't have to go deeper. I'll be the dreamer, you'll be the though. When I detect there's no defense.
0: my controller, my controller. I control your mind, don't have to go deeper. I'll be the dreamer, you'll be the though, When I detect there's no defense. Now you're in train.
3: My controller
1: Edit there of TNT and Roughnecks Mind Controller. Coming in now though, a track from one of my favorite labels in Hard Dance just now. This is Keeping the Rave Alive. head honcho Kutski featuring CC with Give Me What You Got. And CC there with give me what you got and what a track that is reverse bass hard style whatever you want to call it I absolutely love it coming in now though this is a track from the daddy of hardcore this is Darren Styles in Arcadia with Deep End. I absolutely love this track, but you can't help but think when it plays of that infamous little TikTok video that's Start your, I'll be falling in the kunso. Trying not to fall. Falling in the kunso. I don't think give me. Not
3: to
1: off Apologies for the singing there, but every time I hear this track, I can't help but think about it.
3: Up the deep end. I do have been trying not to go up the deep end. I've been trying not to go up the deep end. I've been trying not to go up the deep end. Deep end. Deep end. Deep end, deep end, deep end.
1: But yeah, that was Darren Styles there with the deep end. I don't know what happened there, the audio just seemed to drop out and sound completely weird on my end, so apologies there. But coming in now, this is the last track of the hard dance sessions before we get into the guest mix from J Tracks. So I came across this track when scrolling through Instagram and Summa J recommended it. She said this was one of our favorite tracks of the year so far. It's newly just released and I can understand why this would be up in our top. This is bass modulars and audio tricks with Thriller.
0: You never know what's coming at you. Make you hot and make your blue skin sticky like you. I just roll back with the shit I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. do. You got? You wanna ride?
1: So oh, that was bass modulators and audio tricks with thriller once again huge shout out to summa j for putting that on her instagram story because otherwise i would have just bypassed that track thinking it was just another michael jackson remix but coming up now we're a way to dive into the interview with j tracks so for this next part of the show i am joined by one of my favorite acts in hard dance dominantly known for his 150 hard style in reverse base, I am joined by J-Trax. J-Trax, thank you very much for coming on the show and doing this interview segment and guest mix for this. How are you doing just now? Yeah, I'm really good, man. Thanks for getting me involved. It's a pleasure to be on the show, man. Like I said before, I'm a huge, huge fan of everything that you do in the world of reverse bass and hard style. One thing a lot of your tracks, what I love about them is the reverse bass. I can pitch it up
4: and I can fit it in a hardcore set. A lot of people tend to do that nowadays, I think, especially with the reverse base. So I think I think it was like something from like when, when when the genre started making a bit of a comeback maybe about seven or eight years ago when there was quite a few producers in the UK playing reverse bass. A lot of people was sort of playing them tracks one sixty plus uh, in the clubs and stuff. So even though we was producing them all at 150, you'd tend to find that a lot of the artists was actually playing them live, even even up to 170, as you're saying, in, in hardcore sets and stuff. And it, and it still works. And I, I think the reason for that is because the the sort of bridge for me, the bridge sort of between hardstyle and UK hardcore, is uh, become quite quite narrow at the minute. And uh, I think that you can sort of incorporate both genres and sets normal itself.
1: 100% there with the way that hardcore is going just now and it predominantly being made at 160 you've still got a lot of artists that make it at 170 but the beautiful thing about it for me is the crossover with hardstyle artists coming through into hardcore like MKN Activist herself and so like the tweakers with the whole Pika core thing like all these guys coming through making Happy hardcore, which is by far my favourite genre of music. It's just great things. It opens up
4: everything so much more. Yeah, that's it. Again, over the last few years, you you tend to see that a lot of, uh, with the bigger name of the city, seem to have a lot more collaborations between the two genres, where everybody seems to be working really well together. And as I said before, I think it's because the elements of both genres are are pretty similar nowadays. Uh, feel that, again, both artists rather than a hardstyle artist making a UK hardcore track and then they can't ever do anything uh, with the track after that in regards to playing it live and stuff. I think that everybody, the boundaries have sort of changed a little bit where everybody sort of incorporates all kinds of different stuff in the, in the live sets. And I think that's a good thing, man, because it, it keeps everything interesting and keeps the dance floor guessing as well.
1: 100% and I can't agree more with you. One thing I want to ask you was, with Covid and everything going on just now, we spoke about this briefly before the interview, but how have you been adapting to life with no gigs and, as we said earlier, the creative flow throughout having no gigs, how has that been an effect on you?
4: I think initially it was was weird at first for me because I was so used to being out most uh, weekends playing gigs and stuff, and then to suddenly have no gigs to play anymore, it was it was strange because the, for the first time in sort of the last fifteen years, I, I wasn't going out to clubs and, and events every weekend, so it just felt a little bit alien to me really. But in, in regards to the studio, stuff like that, I've been just working just as hard in the studio really, and I think that it, it sort of a, it, it just takes a little bit of pressure off I think as a producer because not sort of working towards deadlines, you're not having sort of dates where music needs to be finished because you're looking to play it out live and things like that. So I think it just I've quite enjoyed having a little bit more freedom, I suppose, where I can just work on things at my own leisure and, you know, if 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 I'm getting a little bit stuck on a project, I can start on something different and come back to that project another day and stuff like that. And I feel like it's sort of it's not it's not held me back because I, I've still been churning out quite a lot of music but I just feel like I've been able to put that little bit more time into it and experiment a
1: little bit more with stuff as well. So, I've noticed that a lot of promoters and stuff, well, not a lot, but quite a few, have been doing socially distanced events. Is that something that you possibly interest you? Or I've seen a lot of DJs that are kind of like, it's all or nothing. If there's no big size there, then it's not worth it. But how, how do you feel on that? But maybe I
4: think it's uh, unfortunately for everybody. I think the the times that we're in at the minute. I think we just have to we just have to take things as they come. And if at the moment that is the new normal, as everyone keeps calling it, and you know if we're able to facilitate events where people can go to a party and and DJs, and MCs, everybody can perform to the crowds and stuff. If, if that means that we have to be socially distancing at events and stuff like that, then. It's just how it has to be at the moment in it and hope there's going to be a time where everything goes back to normal and we can sort of get back to business as usual
1: yeah i think that's that's the thing like everyone says it's adapting to this new normal that we're all yeah, getting yeah. To. but i want to go back now into what was your first wave On how did you get into the seat?
4: Wow, first rave. Um, I think the first rave that I attended was, it was a, a rave called Destruction that's based uh, up in the north and uh, in regards to getting into the music uh, back in sort of 92 I was 20 Bolts. How old have I been? 11, 12 years old or something back then and uh, it was people that was older than me and friends that I had there, sort of older brothers and sisters and stuff, they was attending events and going to raves and getting the merchandise and bringing the tips. So all of me was all listening to that as kids at school and stuff and yeah, but it was just something that grips me straight away really. I just loved it and yeah, I listened to it all the way through my younger years and stuff and as soon as I was able to uh, attempt and get into an event, that's what I did, so yeah, ninety six. After listening to it for four years, finally attended my my first rave and uh, yeah, all all this, all these years sort of going forward I can uh, yeah, still doing it, man.
1: Back then, ninety when when did you say ninety six was your first rave?
4: Yeah, ninety six, yeah.
1: What style of music was it you were listening to? Because like I said earlier, predominantly you're known for making your hard style reverse bass one fifty sort of hard dance music. So, what music were
4: you listening to then, and what artists inspired you to make the music that you're making now? Back when when I first started listening to it back in the nineties, it was most of the events were multi-genre. So I would say that back then I was sort of listening to a bit of everything. So there was a lot of hard trance stuff, a lot of the old sort of old school German hard trance. But then there was all the all the sort of happy hardcore back then as well. Art style obviously wasn't really a thing back then. 90s so it was prominently trans and happy i and
1: obviously it's the stuff. So. moving on so you came out with your own album this year which i think is a great thing for any artist that makes their own music i think the dream one day is to have their own album so what was it like for you making your own album it was, again, it was
4: something that sort of just happened. Anybody who knows me knows I'm sort of, I'm constantly putting the hours in the studio and I'm constantly churning out new music. And I got to a point where I was sitting on so many tracks that I've not released yet. And they were just sort of sat on my computer and I've not released the music yet. And then I thought, well, while I'm sat on so many tracks, then why not do an album? Everything out as as one go, like, and that's where the, the idea sort of stemmed from. And then, yeah, I just ran with it really. I, it was something that just sort of came about overnight, really. I just I started. It was a little project that I was really proud of, and, uh, to sort of get it finished and get the feedback from everybody that I got and everything, uh, to actually have a physical album in my hand, as you say, for, for an artist, it was,
1: uh, yeah, it was a, a proud moment for me, really. Yeah, I really happy with it. That's, that's the thing there, you just says a physical album in your hand, which is very rare to come across nowadays. Like yeah. Hardcore Underground, they'll still do the odd albums, but they also do the digital downloads. So anytime I've got an album from them, oh, well, this week I just received the Hardcore Underground A album. I've got all the digital downloads, so the album literally just gets chucked in a drawer, unopened with the rest of them yeah
4: uh, that's a, it's a shame isn't it because i think that um uh, again sort of uh, going back to uh, when i first sort of started in the, in the scene and everything else it was uh, back then people people wanted that physical merchandise people wanted it. back in the day the tape packs and the, the single tapes of sets of the events that you've been to the week before and then obviously that progressed onto cds and box sets and everything else and unfortunately that With the way of today, with everything being digital nowadays, and uh, everything's coming a little bit obsolete, really. People don't see these. As I said before, back in the day when I was sort of introduced to that music, it was through that merchandise. If people didn't have the tapes and stuff, and people wasn't listening to the tapes, I would have never sort of come about it. And I think that that's that's one of the big shames of today, really, is that the younger guys, the the younger generation, sort of not introduced to the hard dance music scene like
1: we were back in the day? Yeah, that's that's one thing. I actually just, when you were saying that, the physical copies, I remember going into, because my cousin, he's quite older than me, so I remember going into his room and he literally had all the cake packs of Bonkers, and then right next to it, he had all the CD packs, just packed up so high. Moving on now, one thing I was really looking forward to speaking to you about was You've recently started making music at 170 BPM. Happy hardcore, hardcore, UK hardcore, whatever you want to call it, but it's great and I absolutely love it. I recently signed up to your promo pack and on that yeah. is stacked with such good tracks. I mean, one of the tracks that I played on last month's show, yeah. Google Gammer and Squaddy UUII. A beautiful track that you've managed to absolutely nail. It made me remember why I love that track so much.
4: Well, oh, thanks, man.
1: But not only that, you've had... Your first hardcore release was a free download, and it was an absolutely beautiful track available on your SoundCloud. But your first release went out on one of the biggest labels in hardcore, 170. Following that, you had your latest release with AK-47, which is now available on The Game of the Day Is Happy Hardcore 170 Hard Dance whatever you want to call it is that something we can see more of coming from you in the future?
4: Definitely man, yeah.
1: I, I think it, again it was one of those things in,
4: where I'm sort of in the studio all the time I was just sort of experimenting and I, I came in the studio I started writing something and I, I was writing a melody and I thought this would sound really cool as a UK hardcore so I sort of went down that road it was as I said, just, just having a bit of a mess around myself really and uh, I made a try, I was really with it sounded cool, so I sent it to a few of the UK hardcore artists, again the feedback was really cool, everyone was going crazy about it and that so I thought, you know, it's something that I enjoy as well and obviously I'm not shying away from the hard style because that's where my passion is and everything else but I still have passion for the hardcore stuff as well so I thought why not do them both and then I was sort of... Sh- swinging around thinking like I need to make an alias uh, a different name for UK Hardcore yeah, and then I thought well you know but I, as we spoke about before the, the bridge between the two genres is that small now I thought then I don't, I don't, I don't particularly need to make an alias you know if I can make both genres under the same name everybody sort sure of knows who I am and um, you know whether you like Hardcore whether you like Hardstyle like and hopefully you gonna know, like the music that I'm making and uh, yeah I've, I've, I've been busy again just working on quite a lot of that recently yeah. Got a few more releases planned. with Yeah, and uh, working on a really cool remix at the moment that I can't uh, really speak any more about that, uh, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, definitely. I'm, as I say, I've got passion for both genres, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave one behind, sort of thing. So I suppose for me, it keeps my options open in the studio. So when I, when I come in, I can just make whatever I feel at the time, you know
1: definitely what you said there about having a different alias I, a lot of artists do it but i don't feel the need because as soon as i like i say as soon as i seen oh j tracks has got a track out i'll go listen to it as soon as i heard it was a 170 track i was like oh now we need to start listening like yeah so and i don't think there's a need for another alias or anything like that with people, especially in hard dance, as you say, it's so niche and so close yeah, to each other. That's it. I mean, what was it, Darren Styles said in the 90s podcast that he did, that now he doesn't class himself as a hardcore DJ, he just is somewhere in the midst of that little bubble where it's, it's hard dance. Sometimes you will make something at 150, 155, sometimes you will make something at 170 and it's just Make what you enjoy. You don't need to brand yourself as anything else to put out the music. No, your no, own man. The, the way I look at
4: it is, good music is good music, and you know, if, if if you've got you if you've got a favourite producer who you're a fan of, then you know whether they're going to make a track at 170 or a track at 150 or a track at 160, whatever it is, it's going to be good music. So it, it doesn't necessarily matter what what sort of genre it falls within.
1: Moving on with the interview now, this next segment is something that I like to call This or That. Essentially, right. this is just quick fire round, which a couple of questions, some of them are stupid, some of them are music related, but yeah, so if you're yeah. up to it, we can give it a go. Yeah, let's go on. We, so the first one I like to ask people, predominantly this is to do with hardcore because it's a 160, 170 vibe just now, but might appeal to you a bit more is, I'm preferred BPM yeah. for making a track. Oh, it's so tough. again, that I think it's uh, good music, it's good music
4: in it, and I don't think it particularly matters, man. But uh, for me, uh, UKR hardcore 170.
1: Ah, good answer. I hope you're not just saying that because this is the hardcore work
4: <laughs> <laughs> No, like just uh, I think that, that
1: that few extra BPM just gives it that little bit more energy. Yeah. Next question, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, Star Wars. Good man. What's your preferred doll to work on? FL Studio. Oh, nice. I, I don't know why, but i is you pegged as a Cubase or Ableton guy.
4: Yeah, always be an FL one.
1: Next one, Apple or Android? Android. Now, what's the craziest conspiracy theory you have heard. Oh uh, man, there's so many nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> the world is literally going mental flat, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. yeah man. I've I've got a couple now I don't even care if they're listening, I'm just gonna say it. I've got a couple of guys on my Facebook that are absolute nut jobs and the craziest one that I've heard has been that all people in Parliament and government just around the world are reptilians. billions. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's got to be my most memorable yeah, Uh If you could collaborate with somebody outside of hard dance or hardcore, who would it be? Oh,
4: wow. A little form.
1: Uh, um, Calvin Harris. Ah, good shout. Hold on. What's something that you can recommend me to watch on Netflix?
4: Wow, I've watched things on Netflix
1: And that's that's worth for watching if you haven't seen it. My girlfriend keeps going on about it, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. Yeah, it's cool. though. Well, it's alright. I, I, I might, I might take it on now that you've recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> If she asks, though, it's totally down to her. That's a reason.
4: Yeah,
1: 100%. What was the first track that you bought on vinyl? It was a track by
4: (laughs) Shaqi on Strong.
1: Nice. DJing or producing, what one are you more passionate about?
4: Wow, that's another tough one, man. I spent so many hours producing and. of a perfectionist, but I think I would say DJing, just because you sort of get to then see the reaction of what it is that you've actually made. So yeah, DJ. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the crowd, the crowd reaction pays off, or yeah. the hours that you put into the studio. Yeah, uh, right. South Park or Family Guy? Family Guy. I'm a South Park fan, sorry.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Favorite hardcore track.
4: Oh wow. again so many. Um I would say reason of styles you're shining.
1: Yeah, it's a tune. Favourite hard style track.
4: That
1: is a tough one now.
4: Um Ah oh, so many man, so many. i again I probably oh, say anything in the last sort of eighteen like, months by D book and
1: Ah, yeah. Two great artists. Yeah, uh, amazing. Music Made Addict is, I think, probably one of the first style tracks that I heard, that I actually thought. Yeah, yeah that's it, man. The classics are amazing, but the new stuff Come on. So, coming into the last two now. PlayStation okay. or Xbox? Uh... Xbox. Now, last one here. What is the first track that you're going to play in a club to open your set once COVID is over? Oh, wow.
4: Ah, God. No idea. Some of the new stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Anything. Not so much new stuff. But yeah, as soon as the club's open, I can't wait to just uh, unleash all this new music that no one's heard yet. Like it, so, yeah, I'm sure
1: everyone, everyone's looking forward to using it as well. Yeah, man. So, this is us coming to the end of the show, so I've only got a couple of questions left for you. The first yeah. one being, what can we expect to see from you in the future? I'm myself, Kelly, MKN and Eddie T
4: have just recently announced the hits so we're going to be showcasing a lot of new music on that coming up over the next few months. Uh, and, uh, yeah, going to keep going forward with that. We've had uh, a great start with that, so... Uh, we're all really excited with the project and uh, yeah, just yeah, head down in the studio, looking forward to the club's reopening and uh, business as usual soon, hopefully.
1: So coming up next after this interview is your guest mix, something that I am really looking forward to. What can we expect to hear in this guest mix from yourself?
4: I'm going to mix it up man. I'm going to start off with some hard sound stuff and uh, we'll we'll finish on the UK hard course. so uh, a bit of a journey from both genres.
1: Is there any tracks in particular that you wish you'd look out for? Uh,
4: there's a few that are obviously going to be unreleased but uh, as you've touched upon before my recent collab with AK47, I'm going to include that in there and that's available now on Super Football Live and uh, yeah it's, uh, Going to be a few surprises in there, stuff,
1: so but uh, a few exclusives. So, for people that are wanting to keep up with everything that you're doing, J Tracks, where can they find you on social media?
4: Uh, all social media: uh, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram. Everything. Just search J Tracks official.
1: So, once again, I can't but thank you, enough for taking the time to do this show. It's greatly it's appreciated. Been a pleasure. Man. As I said, you're an artist that. I've listened to for many years and to be fair you turned me from hardcore over a the hard hard style reverse bass sort of style. So having you here is a pleasure. But before we go, could you please introduce your mix for the hardcore takeover?
4: Hi, I'm JTRAX and this is my guest mix on the Hardcore
1: Takeover show. Phenomenal guest mix there from J and a huge shout out and thank you to him for taking the time to do this show. But progressing on with the show, coming up next, this is a track from Wild Styles and Ruby Prophet with Untamable, and this is Twika Core on the remix. so good to see Tweekacore back making happy hardcore and doing it as good as that. Moving on now to another great pair of hardcore artists. This is JTS and Technicore with their track on 170. This is Meet Her at the Love Parade. and JTS, they're absolutely slaying it with an update of a classic track from the who meet her at the Love Parade. That track is now available on 170, so be sure to go over there and check it out. Switching up the vibes a little bit on this one, going for a more old-school, bouncy techno sound, but with modern-day production techniques. This one skipped past me, and this one is available on Lethal Theory, and this is Joey Riot with Nobody Listens to Techno. Apologies there, I actually got the artist wrong on this. This is not Joey Riot, this is Audio Tantrum. As I mentioned, this is available on Lethal Theory, so be sure to go over there and check it out. once again audio tantrum there with nobody listens to bouncy techno but coming in now though taken from the infamous label that i love so much bionic bear this track comes from kane scott and this is see the light
3: I in the ocean for
1: got there with the fabulous see the light as i said before now available on bionic bear coming in now though this is a track from myself and good friend of mine signed Club up records stay silent and this is our remix of alert my level my level, and that was myself and Stay Silent on the remix. But from one of my tracks to a personal favourite of mine that's came out this month, this is Shake Your Body by Quick Drop. favorite of mine there from quick drop with shake your body but coming in now this is summer j with oblivion losing touch with reality i felt again for your
0: gravity i to of tree.
1: there from Summer J available now on 178, so as I've said about everything else, be sure to go and check that out. Coming up now though, a track that featured on last month's show, but I didn't have time to play it because Ziggy X beat me to it, this is Euphony, and welcome to the rave. Such a bouncy track there from Euphony. Welcome to the Rave, now available on 24-7 digital, so I highly suggest you grab a copy of that. But Ziggy X beat me in playing this track last month, so I'm going to play one of his tracks now. This is Ziggy X and Jacoby with Don't You Wanna. and Jacoby there teaming up to deliver such an absolute anthem. I mean, when I thought those two were going to collab on a track, that is not what I expected and that blew my expectations out of the water. And speaking of people who collabed on a track to blow my expectations out of the water. This next track, if you cannot tell by these magnificent strings in the background, features on Netsky's brand new album. Metzky teamed up with somebody I really didn't think he would, but I'm so glad that they did to bring this drum and bass hardcore crossover. This is Netsky Darren Styles with Look at Me Go. Styles and netsky they're teaming up to bring a fabulous drumming and bass and hardcore crossover track. I just I Can't get enough of it I just I love every element about this track, but moving on now. We're going to end on something a little bit harder I was introduced to this track through a group chat that a couple of friends set up this track here is panic Elite and crude intentions with taking me higher
2: No rules, just jump, jump, jump around. Ground, so stunning, beats funky, no doubt. Take me higher, the party's locked down. Take Take me higher, take me higher, the party's locked down. No nothing, just jump around The so stunning, beats pumping no doubt Take me high and the party's locked down
1: A huge, huge thank you to j Tracks for coming on the show this month, providing us with the interview and exclusive amazing guest mix. I love the sounds that you put across in that mix. Don't forget, you can check this show and every other show on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com forward slash double drop 23. And we're also on Spotify, where if you just search hashtag, hardcore takeover you will find this show and every other one also be sure to follow jtrax on social media at jtrax official on all platforms and if you want to keep up with everything i'm doing including radio shows tracks and reviews of tracks which i've lately started doing then you can get all that on my instagram as that's my main outlet which is instagram.com forward slash double underscore underscore drop and no i didn't stutter there it's underscore underscore so two underscores and drop but thank you very much once again for listening to this show we've played out here with panic and ailey crude intentions with Taking Me Higher, available on Needle Fight Records, so check that out, check everything else out, and thank you once again for listening to this show.